Kira, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. The Quilt of Bananas program plays every Sunday, 10 to 11am, with news, views and music. A collective of presenters, advertisers, community events and discusses news of interest to lesbians, queer women and non-binary folk. We have interviews about past and future sports and cultural events, politics, films, art shows. The programme is sponsored through the generosity of the Rural Foundation. And it plays every Sunday from 10 to 11am on Wellington Access Radio. No, my haere mai, I feel my susu mai. You're on the Kota Bananas programme and this is the Royal Fish Show with DJ Panda and Stay at Kota. Back in the studio, coming to you live. <laughs> Yes, I've just turned. Oh yes, I just turned my machine on. So yes, How have you been, Kada, during this lockdown? Oh, I've been, I've been pretty good. You know, the, yeah, working from home as much as I can. But yeah, no, it's been great. Yeah, I got to go into the office this week, but it was optional. And I thought, I don't know. I thought I'd go in, you know, to kind of get a sense of normality. But I don't. Normal, normal, what's that anymore these days? Yeah, exactly. It's like a real adjustment to, you, you know, about how you, how you deal with things and they come in or, you know, like even just going into the office, you know, working with people and making sure you keep the distance and things like that. Yeah. You know, I appreciate the life that I can still work. Right into the mic. Um, so as a result, oh, first of all, I wanted to give a shout out to all my family and friends up in Tamaki Makoto. Um, I can't, can't imagine what it's like at the moment there, but, you know, I just want everyone to know up there that we're all thinking about you and we hope everybody stays safe and well. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Joseph up there and his family. Uh, we've got Wellington on the plate. Have you tried any of the burgers yet? It's been extended until October the 3rd, and I've already tried four burgers this week. <laughs> Burgers are my favourite food besides muscles, but no, I haven't been able to try any burgers, so yeah, let us know where the good ones are. Yeah, I'll talk about that more later in the show, uh, and uh, we're going to talk about some other stuff, me and Stay at Kuda, talk about Delta Schmelter a tiny bit, oh, and the um, recent radu radu about Lord's new EP coinciding with Te Wiki o Te Reo Mahuru Māori, today's the last day, but that doesn't mean, you know, should be incorporating to the or just speaking it every day. Um and you're gonna hear the teas, a bit more tea, some stuff from Stay at Kuda later on. We've got some sweet tunes from Whitney Houston, Mark Knight, Beverly Knight and the London Community Choir. But right now we've got the super lesbian anthem What's Up from Four Non Blondes. You're on Access Radio one oh six point one FM. Destination. 
for a destination. The Royal Fest Show brought to you by the Quarter Bananas program. You're on Access Radio 106.1 FM. Show brought to you by the Quartered Bananas program with DJ Panda and Stay at Kuda 106.1 FM Access Radio.
Welcome back to the Quarter Bananas program. You're on the Raw Fish Show with Stay at Kuta and DJ Panda on 106.1 FM Access Radio. And that was an amazing tune by Mark Knight, Beverly Knight and the London Community Choir going out to my whanau in Tamaki Makoto. I've got to give a shout out to Joseph's dad. Oh, Joseph, you're sad. He, uh, Joseph goes, oh, can you give a shout out to my dramatic dad? I mean, my darling dad. <laughs> Tongiala, or no, Ungatao, sorry, when you ain't is not very good. And also, I wanted to shout out to Libra Fleur, Kaluzi Legend, Kaluzi down on K Road. I want to shout out to all the sisters up there. I hope everyone is well. So, um, down here in Poneke, every year we have a thing called Wellington on a plate, where it's pretty much a couple of weeks where everybody, all the restaurants, hospital businesses, kind of highlight the best of what Wellington has to offer in terms of food, eh? Kai could have. Yeah, absolutely. I think the best one I've been to Wellington on a plate was um, my friend and I went out to the prison and they had... Oh. Uh, oh, what was his name? That, the chef that... Uh, I can't recall because it's quite a few years ago now, but I do remember the food. And, um, you know, so the prisoners were doing the servers and the, and, the, and the cookers and thought, oh, shit, they really have sharp knives, but they were pretty cool. Well, it was like a social program, eh, with yeah. one of the, um, I guess, celebrity chefs uh, right. from Wellington. That's he used, right. Oh, Mark, but Martin Bosley, that's yeah, it. That's he used and to have Bosley's down at Oriental Bay. The food was outstanding, you know, and the bros were bringing around salmon. And so we just give them the iron, they just come back for us, and we really appreciated them. But the thing is, it's like there are lots of young men there, and you know, um, I mean, this is a women's prison. Like to see so many young young men there is like, well, well, you know, any opportunity to help them move on once they go out of prison is a good opportunity. It's a bit sad, though, we, that it has to come to that. Kind of speaks to some of the issues here in our country, oh. which we still need to work through. But um, on the Oh, I just put the tone down. I didn't mean to. But um, anyway, we were talking about Wellington on a plate. <laughs> that, that's going to be another show entirely. <laughs> Incarceration. Um, I've had four burgers this week. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty keen. Like, every year, like, my friends know too. That I'm always like, I already planned it out. I want this bird. Tick, tick, tick. So out of the four burgers, I have to say the best one I've had so far. And it's funny because out of the four restaurants, the three of them are kind of casual, smart dining, just a little a tier underneath fine, fine dining. Um, but the kind of working class, kind of everyday Joe place made the best burger and it was called Welcome to Raro. Wicked. And um, oh man, 
like I uh, had lunch with my nephew and my brother yesterday. It was just man, it was the bomb. They had like this uh, balusami mixture of corned beef in it and two meat patties. You know, us Polynesians we like our food, and they had this like pineapple and rum relish. It was a turmeric toasted bun, and then um, they served it with a side of uh, minus the potato salad in a power shell. How many did you have? Oh, I, well, you only had one each. Oh, aye, so you, yeah. could, you could get enough with one. With, but yeah, because sometimes when you go to a place, you know, they're not very. Oh, yeah, but this one was like the working class. Okay. It was like, you know, Joe Bloggs yeah. of the four places I've been to this week. So it was the best. I, I um, You can go and rate the burgers on the Wellington on a Plate website, and I gave them nine out of ten. Okay. Just because. When I went to Raro. Oh, yeah, like, have you been there? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's probably my favourite place. I'd like to go this time. I'd love to go. But, uh, you know, at the end of the town, there's a little caravan yep. on the beach, you know, and they do the most amazing burgers. They're just huge, double-barrel, everything, pineapple, <laughs> you know, relish. And, yeah, and so my sister and I, we just like, oh, yeah, we have to go there. Yeah, because yeah. I'm on this uh, Facebook group uh, called Kai now, and uh, doing kind of mukbang type videos, and yeah. I, I put a picture up of the Raro Burger, oh, okay. and someone yeah. was like twenty two dollars. <laughs> it was lowly because I was like, oh, someone's gonna say something cheeky about the price, but it actually that's probably kind of like the cheaper end of the burgers during that fest- during the festival. Yeah, well, you know, when you go to McDonald's, you're paying at least eighteen bucks for uh, the combo. Yeah, I think some of our folks would prefer that, eh? And it's (laughs) and it's not that good for them. It's good. Hey, welcome diabetes. Yeah. (laughs) I've been watching like these videos on, you know, like there's a a woman on Facebook called Mummy. She thinks she's in Whangarei, like Mummy's cooking. She does this like the all like basic cooking, like frying bread. Oh, boil up! Boil up, and she did. Uh, uh, she did mussel fritters the other day. Yum! Was, you know, it was and it was looking really delicious. So I thought oh, I'm going to try that. So I went. And did you try the recipe? Yeah, was, yeah. So well, I, well, I started. I went and bought two dozen mussels. Well, you bought them. Yeah, two dozen I could, mussels. Bro, when it gets warmer, I can just go and get some for you. You can make them for us. I think. Oh, but you go buy those supermarket ones. Yuck. It's not. It's too cold at the moment. But anyway, I brought these mussels and I started shucking them. Yeah. And I had like I brought all the ingredients to go with the fritters. Yeah. As I started shucking the mussels, I ate them all. <laughs> so we just had. Nipples. But you're one of those. <laughs> one in the bowl, three in my mouth. Exactly. So next, like buy two dozen, buy three dozen, buy more mussels. That's funny because I've subscribed to this. Uh, she's like an auntie, someone auntie lives in Australia. Faze, Auntie Faze, like YouTube, go and follow her, find her. Yeah, yeah. But I hadn't seen, watched her for a while. When I hooked in, like, she probably had a, a hundred of that when I first started watching her. Now she's like 20,000, over 20,000 viewers. And she exactly. made muscle fritters too. Yeah. And this this woman in Whangarei, you know, I'm sure that's where she is. You know, she just started cooking over COVID just to help people, you know, yeah. even on a budget. Yeah. It's just that's me. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm grateful about, that I had a job, you know, I've still got a job, so I'm really grateful, I don't have to worry about uh, where my next meal is coming from. Yeah. I know um, I talked to someone out in Linden, out by Tower, and they've been full on with the food parcels, 
So yeah. hopefully, you know, uh, it's a big shout out to all the community organizations, just making sure everyone gets through and they've got Kai, they're warm and a roof over their heads. But we've got a track right now, going to have a little break. This classic Shaka Khan, I'm Every Woman. You're on 106.1 FM Access Radio.
not on. Yeah, no. I was trying to do that, but Chika Khan with the Whitney Richard today. Welcome back to the Quarter Bananas program. This is the Royal Fish Show with DJ Panda and Stat Cutter. I'm sure Cutter's trying to sabo me. <laughs> you need another coffee, eh? Nah, kidding. Um, so, the end of Te Wiki with the real Māori, but not the end of like, keep talking, folks. I, I really like Mahudu Māori as well. But, um, Lord, you know who Lord is, they could have. She's put out an EP, Tao Madama. Now, there's been a bit of uh, daddy about it that people writing, seen it apparently on Instagram. It, a lot of people were uh, giving her, like, arr, arr. it's brought up a lot of, um, you know, valid feelings of trauma and stuff. What What's your take on it? I'm not quite sure what the trauma's about. Um, I think it's that thing of my understanding of what I read. Like, um, I read Jack Gray's article. He's the director of Atomeda Dance Company. Uh, and um, it's that thing. So I think he had he had been asked to uh, choreograph the songs, if I remember correctly. And I think, well, this is what I got to what I took from the article that I think. He uh, wasn't feeling the process, and he felt it was a bit tokenistic. So, and then he conveyed his feelings to them, uh, her team, and they were like, "Oh no, nah, you know, we'll go with someone else." Thank you, blah blah blah. And um, I think it's that thing about some people feeling shame around not being able to speak their deal. So, I think that incident for him was brought some of those feelings up. So. Yeah, I mean, there's there are a lot of um, sort of, you know, Tawi where he speak to them, and like you find at the moment that it's very difficult to get into a to their class because people are taking up that challenge, and um, I think for me, like you know, I'm you know, there's a lot of um, YouTube where different people are, are singing Maori Waiata. And they're beautiful Korean people, you know, they're doing like really good versions of, you know, they're doing the language well. And I suppose my viewers, you know, if they're. You feel proud about uh, that? Oh, exactly. That they're, yeah, that they're, they're singing in a, a, a wide sun today. And I like, I think, um, he was in, involved in the. So. Yeah, they had a, a Māori elders who, who you know, ex. Yeah, that even that word experts kind of, yeah. you know, laden with stuff. Yeah. To all experts, you know, as a, I, I'm not. Yeah, I be very careful what I say because I don't want to say anyone. But it's been interesting observing. Um, and or, I don't think that people should be embarrassed that they don't speak well. No, of course you know, not. Because you, you know, it's still you're still colonisation, mate. Yeah, and you know, and you know, we're all learning. Yeah. Uh, but then the, I read Morgan Godfrey's article and he was, and I liked his article because it wasn't reactionary, it was respectful. Mm. He had a different opinion, but I liked how he conveyed it. Like I said, he did it with respect. I, I think it's good that people have a all about it. Whether you agree or not, just talk about it, you know, talk through it. It's, yeah, and it just goes to this thing, well, no, we don't all think alike. 
No, not of course not. I know it'll be a boring world. But my point, uh, Morgan's Morgan's uh, perspective was because of the state that the uh, language is in, by any means necessary. If that's what it takes, uh, park your uh, pop star with her platform to get it, the language out there. Then go for it. Yeah, yeah. So that that was his perspective, but he said it respectfully, you know, because mm-hmm. that you know sometimes when you have things like this where uh, it can get a bit messy, but it's important that we try and listen to each other as hard hard and challenging as that is. And then the latest article I read on the spinoff was Rangi um, Maria Sophie Jolly, and I think it was titled "It Has Nothing to Do with Lord," but she it was hers was quite balanced. So yeah, just have a read about that. Um, I don't know. What are you, uh, other thoughts about that for you too? Because it, it's interesting uh, the generational stuff. Like depending on who I talk to, the perspective is different in terms of. Well, you know, I mean, my dad spoke to them. You know, we didn't. Um, he worked lots of night shifts, so he wasn't always around home. So we, you know, the real wasn't in her home. And then I think I did some studies in Tadao um, uh, in Hamilton, and I'm still studying now. So, you know, as long, you know, I mean, if people are, you know, wanting to learn Tadao, then I think it's a good opportunity that they're speaking Tadao. There are many people, non Tori Māori, who speak very fluent So, yeah, all, you know, all kudos to them. I don't, for me personally, they're not taking anything away from them. Yeah, because uh, I know it's you know I mean it doesn't diminish my being Maori at all. Yep. Uh, d- uh, yeah, you're pretty staunch like that, eh? Um, my thing with like my own language Samoan, like uh, when I was young, like and we're talking about little baby, I did speak Samoan. It was my first language. Uh, but growing up here, the dominant language is English. Exactly. Right. So I didn't. I didn't think. My mum encouraged us to speak English. What you know, people go, "Oh, yeah, the opportunity thing." But I think to add to that, my mum didn't think that I would lose my my deal. And um, the thing is, I don't hang out with my family and mm-hmm. um, all my uh, Samoan mates, so I never, re- I didn't retain it. But yeah, so like I've done classes myself. I've gone to Ngana Samoa, quite a popular program, and it's really aimed at. Uh, Someone that were born here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and I had a really good experience there. Um, you know, because I've got you know issues around that stuff too. Mm. But I'm lucky. Um, I think I've had good people around me, and where I am now, I you know I'm pretty solid about it. It's like what you said. Uh, for me personally, you know, I'm Samoan. Period. Mm. So, but you know, I I can say that, and I know that for some people. That journey hasn't been so easy, but um, you know, you're not alone in that. That's the one thing that people have to try and always remember that, no matter what happens, uh, yeah, you're not isolated. We're all in this together. But um, I thought. I think the other thing I probably oh, want to say is that when yeah. you, you know, when you're confronted with what happened with my the whole colonization process, you know, initially. You know, there's a journey with that. Yes, definitely. When you first hear about in your first response, you know, whether it be anger or whatever. And I think that's valid, and people have to be able to move through that and just 
hopefully, you know, people hold people safely rather than go, oh, be quiet, you know, da 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 da. And it's like, no. Yeah, totally, totally. But um, I thought we'd play a track off that Te Aumara album, Hine Te Awatea. This is Lord. You're on 106.1 FM, Access Radio. Oh, 
You're on the Quarter Bananas program. This is the Raw Fish Show with Stay at Quarter DJ Panda. You're just listening to a track from the new EP by Lord Tao Marama. That track was Hine Ite Awatea. And that little bit at the end was Oceanic Feeling. Is he from Taranaki? The dialect. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're, we're having a bit of an inter- interesting discussion while we're listening to that track. Yes, we were. Like I was saying, one of the things like on the other side of Morgan Godfrey's perspective was that uh, some people felt that, like, oh, why is everyone supporting a park here? Uh, there's all these awesome Wahine tour artists, you know, why don't you support them? Yeah, and, and that's true in a sense, you know, that, you know, um, if you can help other people, support other people within your sort of group or, you know, culture, then, yeah, it's great to be able to support them. The, you had I don't on... think that, you know, I mean, that the people who supported her did, did so. I mean, I, I don't know that you could really say, look, you know, you shouldn't, have done, you shouldn't do this because, you know, they're just entitled to help people. And I'm sure they've helped many other people in other different ways that hasn't got as much publicity. Yeah, you you touched on something, and I think... Uh, what? what Dangi Maria Sophie Jolly was saying that it had nothing to do with Lord. Like you were saying, this isn't about her. Mm. Could you speak to that? Well, it's only because of something you said that, you know, that, that the co-papa wasn't about her specifically, but about the fact that... And prominent people were in Tereo, were helping. Yeah, I think that's like Jack Jack Gray didn't want to be disrespectful. 
and he said they're idealists, so they probably they you know they obviously wanted the best thing. Uh, his thing was he was critiquing the process because it wasn't to him it wasn't very. I don't know if this is the right way to say it. He felt that the process was quite white. Well, I don't know what the process was. And, and the way they approached know. him and didn't take on board, like, his knowledge. Yeah. yeah. See, I mean, I, I don't know enough about the background of it to comment on what the process was. Yeah. But, you know, um, if, if they offered the support, then they offered support. And that's the tea from Stay at Kuda. Um, <laughs> awkward, nah. Awkward, <laughs> nah. Um, Anyway, it was today, Ratapu, yesterday. Now, I was very, very privileged, oh, quite chuffed, to be invited uh, to participate in a project at the Pātaka Museum out in Pitan in Porirua. Uh The CNZ Creative New Zealand in Pātaka, they've got this, uh, started this new artist residency that's geared towards the LGBTQIA community, but Pacifica Maori community. So the person doing the artist residency there, uh, Savvy, Savvy, Savia, Savia Noor, was uh, the first recipient of the inaugural Aniva Arts Residency for 2021. So her project, um, I don't know, I think I'm the dinosaur... <laughs> the project everyone else was real young and like you say no what do you want me to do like i'm not even from b-town i'm from strathmore i'm taking up space you know how our people are mm. and i was like i was like oh you know so it's like you'll have you know give blah 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 you'll give a thing but um sammy's amazing amazing mind uh you know um so she interviewed me um we also, uh, as I said, we did a photo shoot, and the you know obviously they're younger than me, but the it's funny. I love the energy. I met Paris, who's Tahitian, and Paris was like making readjusting my clothes, and really? Hillary was taking the photos, and she was like, "Oh, it's so good!" Because yesterday they had all the younger ones, and she goes, it's "So good!" Because you know all their photos were real soft, and they're posing, you know, and um. And she, I don't know, she goes, have you ever thought about you being a UFC fighter? And I was like, what do you think I am? Just like, it's nice having someone rough. And I was like, um, obviously you don't know me. The, the son of a, I'm going to be UFC the... UFC fighter? I mean, a yeah, it was a compliment. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because, you know, there's now this new thing, because um, Sammy's working with the... Have you heard of MVP FAF communities? And um, I'm going to go through it. So we've got our own alphabet now. That's like Pacific LGBTQIA+. So MVP FAF. M stands for Mahu in Tahiti in Hawaii. V is for Whakasalewa Lewa. Whakasalewa Lewa. Sorry, my Fijian's not very good. I need to practice. Um, B, P for Palopa. Hopefully I've said that right. Papua New, New Guinea, Papua New Guinea, F is for Fafafine, I don't know what, what, what nation is that? No, Samoa and American Samoa, American Samoa, anyway, 
A for Akavaine in the Cook Islands, F for Fakaleiti or Leiti in the Kingdom of Tonga, and F for Fakafifine in Ue. Joseph, I hope that was right. Please tell me if I pronounced it. But um, the end product of uh, Savi's uh, project will be opening in December. So. I know. I encourage everyone to go and support it. Um, exactly. Like this is awesome, but um, I'm really excited for it. Uh, are we'll, you? Are you an elder? Yeah, I just told you. See, <laughs> and you're my elder. Not by much. Your ears are. Hey, oh, I'm the dinosaur. <laughs> I'm the dinosaur. Shane. What am I? A dinosaurus. <laughs> You're like what? What even came before the dinosaurs? <laughs> um, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Joseph, you should kind of drive down and do a road trip when you guys get into lockdown level one. Come, come down and just. Oh man, fingers crossed. This evening, come to the exhibition with us. We should do. It. We should do a road trip, and you could like do a live show. A road trip to Party Door. <laughs> Well, there's lots of kind places to stop on the way. Oh, damn. Yeah, Waitangi Rua, Samoa's finest. Hey, did, have you heard CJ's hangies? This no. This guy, check him out on Facebook. Um, He delivers all around the Wellington region. On Thursdays, he's in that car park that we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. You were saying that Shame. the Pacific Valley m- might be going in there? Well, just I hear the, the uh, Andy Costa, the mayor, doing a, a promo on, uh, about, you know, that egg. Submissions. No. <laughs> Submissions are uh, c- coming up around, you know, the car park there. Like, what yeah. to do with it? Well, yeah, that they're looking at... Uh, you're yeah, Winnie Laban's been spearheading that for years. It's and um, building on that. Uh, they want to build up a Pacific Valley. Yeah, Pacific. Exactly. It's like, um, I think there's some other things that we need before then, but that's just my two cents. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I think she's like the VC up at Vakuni. But uh, she's, she was the first Pacific MP in Aotearoa. Yeah. And now there's a million of them in there. And, hey, our peeps are still in all the jails, <laughs> still dying and getting arrested. So I don't know what you guys are doing up there in that beehive. <laughs> but, yeah, that sounds like odd. Or maybe we could do a live show on the train up to Pizza and catch the train up. Yeah, like a train trip. We could just do like other people and drive. Um, what was it? Oh, no, I did a DJ gig last night at private function. Have you been to the SPCA up on Mount Vic? It's like the new town in. Yeah, I did, actually. The old fever hospital. The stray cat in there. And they wanted to keep the stray cat, but I decided to not it. Oh, your cat, your lockdown cat. My lockdown cat. Have you named them? Well, he's got lots of names, like... Bang, Cathead, Peter, Gigi, Coco. <laughs> everyone, here, everyone gives them a different name. The cat's going to have issues. <laughs> yeah, five different persons. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it was, it was mean. I didn't know you that you could hire it out, but apparently they do ghost tours because, yeah, I was talking to the staff there while I was waiting for my Uber, and I, man, you know, on the way there, I got the world's rudest Uber driver, man. Wow. And he was sick too. He oh, was really? coughing. Oh my god, that's scary. But yeah, I didn't know what I was scared at. Was scared about him coughing or him yelling at me. I was like, I've never been in the, in the, that 
bloody SOB dumped me in the dark on Mel Vic. Wouldn't even drive me up there. Yeah, he's in trouble. Yeah. I sent heaps of emails to him. But when I got home, because, you know, I sent you my track list in the 1 o'clock in the morning, one thirty. Yep. Yeah. So did you give him like a really low rating? Oh, I gave him no rating, but I also wrote a complaint. Because yeah, he was yelling at me as soon as I got in the cab. Because it's dark up there, Hill. Yeah, and, and then he made me pay cash. He tried to kick me out of the taxi or the Uber. <laughs> and um, But I, I was trying to be calm with him. And he, did, I don't know what was wrong. I think he shouldn't have been working. I think why he was so irate was because he was sick. But the app had stuffed up. Yeah. And there's... You know, the address of SPCA Newtown is 140 Alexandra Road. When I sat in the cab, it said we were going to Hamilton. <laughs> and then I said to him, they won't let me change the address. Because he was telling me, what and he was going, I'll just take you where you want to go. Hurry up. And then, uh, But, you know, he was yelling at me. And um, what happened? But I thought, oh, by the time we got to Countdown, because that's where he stopped and tried to kick me out. Because I ended up cancelling the ride because it wouldn't let me change the Eddie. And I was like, I'm not paying. Like, how much do you think I would have had to pay if he. If from, it, Strathdigit from, the town? from Mount Victoria to Bloody Hamilton? Exactly. <laughs> that would be six hours. Yeah, because I looked at the time and went, what do you mean 12.45 pm the next day we're going to arrive there? <laughs> But yeah, so by the time we got to Newtown, like I gave him twenty bucks. The ride was only supposed to be ten, mm-hmm. and the cancellation fee cost six fifty. So he um he dumped me on the dark day when he went driving me up the driveway, and I was like, I was trying not to cry. <laughs> I was oh like, I wanted to to go. Yeah. I was not, I'm not giving you money and go, but it would have made it worse. Plus he was sick. Yeah. I was like. Oh, no, 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 no. So, um, isn't it compulsory for people to. Wear, you're not allowed to. Wear masks. He had a mask on. But the oh. thing is, you're not meant to work if you're sick. Yeah. These are the new Delta level restrictions. And he was opening the window when he would cough. Yeah, I've already had that experience. So you. I won't name him. But. But I'm glad you made him. But, bro, you're in trouble. <laughs> you know, we've got uh, some tracks coming up from. Mahinarangi Toka and Moana from Moana no more Hunters. This is Fidomako Black, Wahine Fakairo. You're on the Raw Fish Show under the Quota Bananas program, 106.1 FM Access Radio.
Unfiltered Bananas program plays every Sunday, 10 to 11am, with news, views and music. A collective of presenters, advertisers, community events and discusses news of interest to lesbians, queer women and non-binary folk. We have interviews about past and future sports and cultural events, politics, films, art shows. The program is sponsored through the generosity of the Rural Foundation. And it plays every Sunday from 10 to 11am on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. That program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.